Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Money FM 89.3, good Thursday morning to you. It is the breakfast huddle. Ellie Danka, Barati Jekdish, and Ryan Huang with you. And it's time now for our stocks to watch segment. What's caught the eyes of our analysts? Cheryl Chan joins us. She's Senior VP for Capital Markets at AdX. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So, Cheryl, what is your top pick this week? And tell us why. Well, we're going to be talking about two stocks this morning. And, you know, we've picked one from um, the U.S. stock markets and then the other, which is more Singapore-focused. So perhaps we can start with the first one, which is Tesla. Yes, for sure. The stock market has been extremely volatile, as we all know, you know, since the start of this year. And even in normal markets, Tesla is, is one of those which goes up and down and has really been taking investors on a, on a roller coaster ride. <laughs> but I think uh, what investors have, have also been seeing is that it's been doing really well. Yes. In the past month, at least, the stock price has gone up by almost 30%. So we, we're talking about a trough of uh, around 800 US dollars earlier in the year. It peaked at something like 1,150. It's gone back down a little over the last two days because of the escalating conflict in Ukraine. But, but really, it's, it's a phenomenal the way that the stock price has been performing with Tesla. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about Tesla because there are a couple other things in the works here. On the one hand, you have a a Shanghai lockdown. He's got a gigafactory in China. Uh, On the other hand, he's opened one very recently in Germany. Is it safe to assume that he's going to depend less on, on that factory in China? Perhaps. I think it's it's really big news that Elon Musk has opened this new plant in Germany, as you say, Elliot. Um, This was opened just just in March. Um, And um, they actually are scheduled to open yet another factory in Texas. This is going to be this month in April. Uh, This is really good news as as, uh, we're talking about Tesla. You know, they, they have their China factories maybe coming under fire and um, we all know that the demand for electric vehicles has, has really been skyrocketing over the past couple of years and really for Tesla's vehicles, demand exceeds supply, right? So mm-hmm. buyers sometimes have to wait six to nine months for a new car to be delivered. So these new plant openings really will be driving up sales for them and, and they've been, um, you know, having their profits rise consistently since turning profitable in the second half of 2019. So we really see that this year is going to be a good year for them. They announced recently that Q1 was their highest ever quarter, having delivered 310 vehicles to customers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The thing is, we did see a global chip shortage, right, some time ago, but Tesla designs and manufactures its own chips. And because of that, it wasn't hit by the global chip shortages as badly as others. To what extent would you say it can keep this going amid renewed supply chain snarls that we're seeing these days? Is this something that it can keep sustaining in the long term? Yes, I, I think that Tesla has really been seen to position itself as, as one that is forward-looking. I think Elon Musk, you know, very charismatic founder, is always in the news on Twitter and all that. He, he's, uh, he's one that I think most investors would say has a lot of ideas and, and as I mentioned, really very forward-looking, uh, visionary in that sense and, and positioning his businesses to really be ones for the future. And of course, in the EV space, Tesla is the leader, so it really stands to benefit. It has, um, you know, skill, 
And I think, you know, also on the demand side, because of the escalating conflict, the European war, oil prices are at all-time highs. And I think investors and consumers alike are predicting that the transition to electric cars will really be speeding up in the future. Not a good dancer, though, Elon Musk. I've seen those videos. <laughs> Cheryl, just to, just to close off the, the Tesla conversation, right? So we talked about quite a number of things. They designed their own chips. Uh, they designed their own batteries. That can half a lot of production costs. Another gigafactory set to come out. Their stock is up 29.98% in the past month. Uh, last traded at over 1,000 US dollars, 1,045.76. Is this overpriced or can it still go up? Well, it's been one of the best performing U.S. stocks in recent years, right? So a lot of investors are watching it very closely. I think the price has gone up by around 10 times since 2020. It's just yeah. been phenomenal. Yeah. But looking at the fundamentals, you know, the company is doing very well. There's rising profits. There's the demand supply uh, issue, issue that we brought up earlier. They have earnings margins that are very high, you know, more than 20% for, for the automaker. It's really good numbers. And again, the high oil prices that are really driving consumers to switch to electric vehicles. So uh, who's to say, you know, that's overpriced? It could be that even at these numbers, that investors are still still wanting to, you know, be, be part of the game. At the same time, though, we, we did see that the median target price among analysts, uh, this is according to CNN, right? I think they polled 35 analysts. The, the median target price is about 1,100 US dollars. So that's roughly where Tesla's price is now trading at. So, so I think that it also beats the question, overpriced or not, and really a, a tough one at this point. Cheryl, you also mentioned DBS. DBS shares are also up significantly. DBS, of course, seen as a representative of bank stocks more broadly. Mm. We know they've all risen in the past month due to those rising interest rates. Those always benefit banks, right? But when you compare DBS to its competitors, OCBC and UOB, how exactly does it stand out? Yes, DBS is really, you know, uh, versus the other two local banks, the one that uh, investors would see as as the Singapore bank to invest in if you want to take advantage of um, the attractiveness of this sector and the increase for DBS. Yeah, all three banks have gone up, whereas the increase for DBS has been slightly larger than the rest. So the stock price of DBS has gone up about 12% over the last month uh, to nearly 36 dollars where it was 32 before and um, being the largest bank in Singapore and Southeast Asia I think uh, it, it has that sort of leadership position in mind for many investors as well as people who use their services I, I would say that that's the one that investors will go out for if, um, if, if they were looking to take advantage of what's happening in this sector as you say the rising inflation concerns, um, interest rate hikes and I think we, we also got minutes from the Fed uh, last night for their March um, meeting saying that they are going to tighten further. So, you know, all of these factors really are very supportive for the banking market. And with with these concerns, uh, DBS stock has been it has been doing well over COVID, but even better in the last couple of months or so. Mm. Any outlook where DBS is concerned for the rest of the year? Well, I think interest rates, everyone expects to continue to go up. The main lever there is really central banks globally, uh, the U.S. as well as, you know, coming to Singapore are going to continue to want to fight inflation. And, you know, interest rates is really one of the instruments that they use. So with that, um, banks really, the way they make profits is, is 
having loans out to to the public, right? Buying yeah. homes, mortgages, cars, paying for education. So with interest rates going up, that always benefits um, banks and, and financial institutions. Since you mentioned inflation, I'm sure a lot of investors are wondering as well to what extent this might be a suitable stock to hedge against the inflationary environment. It would be one. Um, obviously, the, the banking sector wouldn't be the only um, segment that can help to hedge against inflation. You know, commodities, oil and gas mm-hmm. are the others that come to mind. But yes, you know, the financial stocks are doing very well globally. Uh, Singaporean stocks, U.S. Uh, financials, even European financials, to a certain extent, before before the um, the, the conflict caused some of the European stocks to be be affected. So, so definitely, I think the financial sector um, banks, one of the ways that uh, investors can hedge against rising inflation in the future. Cheryl Chan, Senior Vice President for Capital Markets at AdEx, putting two stocks uh, in focus this morning, Tesla and DBS. Cheryl, appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe. Thank you so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.